At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back again with my buddy Rick Silverman. Rick and I uh, grew up together in Deerfield, Illinois. Went to high school together, uh, played high school golf together, played college golf together. Um, we started coaching together, teaching together in uh, Exmoor Country in Highland Park, Illinois, at Exmoor Country Club. Those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> they were the days. Okay, then we worked with uh, the John Jacobs Golf Schools together. Rick continued with the John Jacobs Golf Schools for over 33 years. And uh, I did my thing. And we are getting back together to coach together at uh, my new studio and golf facility in Paradise Valley, Arizona, starting in November. So I'm excited about that. And Rick, thanks for uh, being with me again. Nice being here. Is we, were, uh, we, were telling some, uh, we were telling some uh, – some uh, golf school stories the other day. We were. <laughs> All right. One of the things you get from people is they will say, uh, you know, they people are always embarrassed about their game. I mean, a lot of times. And they'll say, you know, you, you've never see, seen a swing like mine. Or, of course, I, I've helped Charles Barkley, so nobody ever says that to me anymore, you know, because they, they never say you've never seen a swing as bad as mine because they know I have. Um, but what do you think about people when they when they come to golf schools and or take a golf lesson or whatever it is and they tell you, like, how bad they are. What, 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 what's the thought that goes into your mind? Well, golf is a hard game yeah. and people are very self-conscious in front of other people playing golf. Everybody wants to do well, makes them feel better about it themselves. And they just want to do good. They want to do, they want to play well in golf. And the self-conscious part of it is something that you try to put them at ease right away. And when they come for a lesson, they're coming to a golf professional who they think 
might be it's pretty good. They wouldn't be coming if they were, didn't think that you were. Right. And that puts a lot of pressure on them. So you try to take that pressure off of them, make them feel comfortable, talk with them a little bit. But everyone is self-conscious. And everybody thinks that they are not as good as they should be and that they're, they're deficient in something. And that the, many people think they're the worst golfer that ever played. Um, but I never really look at their make a judgment on any player. Yeah, that's a good because point. Because it's so hard. Golf is such a hard game. And they need everyone needs encouragement. Every level of golfer needs encouragement. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was uh, sitting with you and Mark O'Mara in 1989 at the PGA Championship at Kemper Lakes. Mm. And Mark, I think, had missed the cut. And we're sitting there having lunch. And Mark was saying that he thought he was the worst golfer that ever played the game of golf. It's exactly what he's saying. And you turned to him and said, hey, Mark, what does that say about me? Now, come on now. You know you're not the worst golfer to ever play. But that's just how he felt at the time. Yeah, yeah. Just because he had, had a bad day out there. And everybody feels like that. Right. He's in the Hall of Fame he's now. A, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have your your good days, you have your bad days. That's a good point, though. I mean, like, I, I, I'm the same way with the instruction. I don't, I don't mind helping anybody. Like, people think, oh, you know, Hank, you work with all these touring pros. You just want to help good players. I mean, that's the farthest thing from there. I just want to help anybody that wants to get better golf, anybody that wants to learn, anybody that has, you know, in particular, I mean, you know, I mean, if you have a favorite student, it's not the, I mean, it's not the guy that has the most talent or the, you know, most club head speed or the, it's the person that has the best attitude, to be honest with you, because those are the, those are the ones uh, that, that drain you. I mean, there's no, you know, you can't hide from that. They drain every coach. I mean, bad attitudes drain every coach. Uh, you know, it, it, they, they just do. But if somebody just wants to learn, wants to get better, loves the game, yeah, I, I I couldn't care less how they play. I mean, and I and and I'm like you. I look at it as such an incredibly hard game that nobody has to apologize for how they play golf. Because I mean, I like I mean, I've had a lot of bad days, you know, playing golf. And I know, you know, you play really good, but you have bad days too. You and, bet. and I mean, it's just everybody does, and and it's all got to be relative. I mean, it's like people, think, oh, you know, I'm I'm playing so bad. I'm like. I mean, you play like twice a month or twice a year or twice a week, whatever it is. I mean, I've been playing my whole life, you know, and you still still have days when you struggle. It's just the way the game is. Yeah, that's true. I I think the important part is where you stress the big miss. Yeah. It's important for individuals to come to terms and understand when they have what their big miss is, number one how to identify it, and how to know what they did to create it. If you can help people with that, it's almost like a self-help. If you can say, here's your big miss, here's how to recognize it when you hit it, here's what causes it, here's what you need to do to fix it. If they can go through that process of fixing it themselves, the joy that you get of someone on the range watching them hit one of the bad shots that they normally hit, you can see them thinking for a second, going through the process of making the changes, make the change, hit a great shot after after yeah. that big miss. And there's a big smile on their face, knowing that they have an understanding of 
recognize what the big miss is, and the ability to change it is so crucial. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, like I was uh, helping some guys the other day. I'm, I filmed this new series, uh, the One Shot Slice Fix. Okay, mm-hmm. which the the title says it all. I, I'm going to fix your slice in one shot. I did it with the Performance Golf Zone, and it's going to be uh, coming out in just a, a couple weeks. And I did some promotional stuff and, and like testing of my whole system. And it's just kind of a, a you know, system for practice swings. And, and then you hit one shot and, and I don't care if you slice your whole life, you'll be, you'll hook the ball or you'll draw the ball or whatever. And I had like, I think six or eight students out there at uh course out in fountain, fountain Hills. And, uh, Red Canyon and and uh, it, or Canyon Ridge and it was like incredible, you know. And I got every one of them told me, you know, like they they said I've sliced all my life. I said you've never hit a hook. Nope, never hit a hook. I said, well, you're gonna today. And you know they they see the first person do it, and then you can you can kind of see that, you know. They're confident, but then they're also thinking, oh, am I going to be the guy that can't do it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of kind of the, the way it, it it goes. But if you just understand what you're supposed to do and have a little better idea of what you're supposed to do going in, I mean, there's no reason that everybody can't play better at golf. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's not an impossible thing, is it? It's not. It's it's yeah. not, and it, it, the understanding is so important. And the changing is, every every good player is working on their golf game, right? And because if you're not working to get better, then you're not going to get better, right? And they're all working on it, which means every player, no matter who they are, wants to improve, wants to get better. And yeah. sometimes just staying where you're at is improving. Well, it is because because we're getting older. Yeah. And when you get older, it's just the way it is. You get you get slower, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, so I always I've often often like thought about this when people say, "Well, you know, the you know instruction isn't great because, and the proof is that golfers' handicaps aren't getting lower." And I'm like, that's such a failed uh, you know statement and, and and idea to begin with because. Most people that have a handicap, which a lot, a lot of people don't have a handicap, only like 12% of the golfers have a handicap, but people who have a handicap are not usually like in the prime of, of their golfing career. Okay. They're, they're, they're ten, they tend toward being older. And once you get past your prime, in theory, every year you're getting you're getting slower. There's some decline. You're getting stiffer. You're getting slower. Now, let's face it. I mean, somebody that, you know, has putting issues or whatever, those don't usually get better with age. As you get older, it gets tougher. So if you stay the same, if you stay the same, I mean, like, like, I mean, use you as an example, because you told me, like we were talking the other day, you said I shot, you know, 30 one day on the, you know, front nine at the at your course up in Michigan. And then and then you also told me you and you shot your age again this year, right? I did. 
It was like 66. Third year in a row, you've shot your age. So you shot, yeah. you, you shot it when you're 64. Yes. And when you're 65, and that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never done that. But it's, it's, not, it's not like it, it's every time. No, well, of course not. <laughs> but but it's still, those, but still, you've done it. Yes. So, so the, the thing is, is it's pretty incredible that when you think about it, um, that you can be like 66 years old and be playing the best golf of your life. Mm or close to it close, to, or it, close yeah. to it. I mean, it, it's pretty unbelievable. I, I've been lucky because the last several years I've been able to play more golf than when I was actually teaching golf. Yeah. Yeah. And at a club, I was busy teaching golf as not playing it at the time. And it, it allowed me over the year, last few years, opportunity to get out and actually play more golf. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I, I missed it a lot because I was raising a family and making a living. Yeah. And, I got to play more golf like when we were in college because yeah. all it was was playing golf. Yeah. And it's, I've always considered playing golf fun. It's always a lot more fun when you're doing better. Always is. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of times I'll get people who will say, and this happens at golf school a lot. I used to be a single digit handicap when I was in my twenties and now they're in the forties or fifties and they can't break a hundred. Hmm. And a lot of times what happens is that when you're younger and you're more physical, your coordination's better, it makes up for a lot of the technical mistakes. Yeah, good point. And as you get older, as you're saying, you lose some of that because the, 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 te- the technical side of the swing or the mistakes that you make that you can make up for, you can't make up for them anymore. And it's just a matter of time. This happens to everybody that has unorthodoxness in what they're doing when they're younger. Mm-hmm. And they don't really work on getting better at it or improving on it to make the skill set better. It eventually, they're going to need help. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get to the point where someone in their 50s or 60s who is playing their best golf, let's say they're a 10 handicap. Five years later, they're still a 10 handicap. They haven't gotten their handicap lower, but they're better. Right. Because they've maintained it from yeah, they maintain the age of 55 yeah. to 60. They've maintained it. They've done something. Right. That means you're getting better. You're getting better. Yeah, absolutely. So to really get better, to lower your handicap, which, which you know, that's what we help people do. But uh, that's one thing. But you're getting better if you're staying the same. Yeah, that's uh, that's my that that was my point. Whenever I would hear people make that argument, I said, "This doesn't this doesn't that's a not not a, a a real you know valid statement to begin with because you're, if you're older and you're improving, that's unbelievable. If you're and, but it's doable for sure. But if you're older and staying the same, you know, I mean, to say that somebody that you know is sixty hasn't improved in the five years they've been taking lessons and because their handicap is still, you know, 10 or whatever. I mean, that's improving. That's improving. That's improving. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a great point. All right. uh, Let me remind everybody to go to HaneyUniversity.com. You can uh, do a couple things there. One, you can find some great golf deals on there. Uh, Training aids, teaching, 
age, uh, golf products like a great range finder, pull cart, uh, et cetera, et cetera, all free shipping and uh, the best prices and the best products you can get. But you can also register for my free instructional emails that we are all revamping. I've, I've uh, recorded some new material and we are going to be sending all those out like uh, two or three days a week. They'll be going out so you won't get bombarded uh, too too much with it. And uh, sign up for that. That's absolutely free. You can also find out all the information on how you can come to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, actually Paradise Valley, Arizona, to my new golf studio and get uh, lessons with myself and uh, my buddy Rick Silverman. So uh, go there and check it out, HaneyUniversity.com. All right, we'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Rick. So we were talking about golf schools and teaching golf schools and the other day, and you said you've probably seen you know, hundreds of thousands of students because they they would run through so many at golf schools. And when I say I've taught over 70,000 golf lessons, it's because a lot of those were golf schools. All my days with the Jacobs schools, my days with the Pinehurst Golf Academy and, you know, and then doing all the schools myself. So when you teach so many people in a day, you, you, you know, run up the lesson numbers. It's not like you're just teaching one at a time. Uh, do you have anybody that stands out as the most unique or worst player or 
toughest student. Maybe these are all a bunch of different people, but give me, give me, uh, give me somebody here that comes to mind. I, I wouldn't say that there's like one person that stands out, <clears throat> but there's always the there's a group of, of, of people that 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 you always that I teach that I've taught where they're slicers. Okay, they have the face open to the path and the ball curves to the right, and. That takes that makes up maybe 70, 80% of the people play golf. Yeah. Yeah. At least. I I I always say 90% of the people that play golf slice. I probably count the like I look at a person, like for instance, okay. Let's say somebody has the I call it the ham sandwich grip, you know, they got the <laughs> uh the, the the real strong grip. And I look at their grip and I say, You got about 60 yards of hook in your grip. And you're hitting a five-yard draw. That means you got 55 yards of slice in your swing. So if you if you counted everybody, give every golfer in the world a fairly neutral grip. I'll even let you give them a little bit of a strong grip, and that number is probably ninety-something percent. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I would agree slices. with that. But yeah. because because some people like have this. Big, huge hook grip, and they're hitting it straight. And oh, I don't slice. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's a twelve knuckle grip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, yeah. so that's that's one group. Of so that group will come, uh, and the the first thing they'll say is, "I just want to hit a draw or hit it straight." Yeah, I just want to stop my slice, and that's common. I'll do anything to stop slicing it. Yeah. And of course, I know where it's going. So I'll say, so you just want to maybe hit it straight or with a little draw. I would give anything in the world to do that, is usually the comment. <laughs> Most of those individuals are individuals who set up 30 to 40 to 50 yards left playing for the slice. Mm -hmm. And that's where they set up and that's where they swing to play for the slice. So... In the golf schools, you had to learn to, to move very fast. So he had to learn to find the miss very quickly and the correction, direct a lesson towards that very quickly and get him to hit a pretty good shot within about three balls, three or four shots. You had to get them to have an element of success. So when you know someone is slicing the golf ball because the face is open to the path, you have to look at fixing that element. And there are aren't a lot of things that are needed to accomplish that. Maybe a grip change, maybe something with the arc of the swing, maybe where the release point is. And when you can get someone to work on those things for, for a couple of swings, you can get some success. So after about three shots or within about the third shot, even though they're set up left, well left, or they're swinging well left, you get them to stop the slice. Hit a straight one to their swing, or draw it. And they end up hitting a big shot to the left. And you'll say, perfect. Yeah. You've hit it straight. You've hit no slice. And of course, the next comment is, yeah, but that's out of bounds to the left. But that's not what you wanted. You wanted to stop the slice. Right. So it's really a little bit of education to say, you don't want to just stop the slice. You want to also stop the swing to the left in conjunction with that big slice to the right. You've got to understand all the elements to it. 
as to what the big miss is. The big miss is just not the slice. The big miss is also a path well to the left for a right-handed golfer that accommodates that slice. You fix one, the big miss is slice, you still have another miss you've got to fix. And that comes back to where you're saying is fix the big miss, then fix the next big miss. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I had an I had a student, okay, at a golf school in Pinehurst. And this probably I I, I was in Pinehurst from like nineteen, I don't know, eighty, eighty two, eighty three, maybe eighty four. I don't know. I was you know, there for three years, I think. So this was probably like nineteen eighty two or three. And this guy came to a golf school. I'll never forget this guy. That's a long time ago. Right? <laughs> All right. I'll never forget this like guy. He comes years. to yeah, he comes to God. His name was Bob Geltzer. Okay. I'll never forget him. Bob Geltzer. He was a lawyer from New York. Okay. He came to this golf school. Now <laughs> When we had him sign up for the golf school, we'd have him fill out a little questionnaire. And they'd tell us about, you know, other what, what they were hoping to get out of the golf school, what their golf background was, you know, other any other sports they played, whatever. When this guy filled out his questionnaire, he, he said that him signing up for this golf school, his wife had signed him up for the golf school. And this was what he described as his last chance of his pursuit of excellence in sports. Okay. He had been to tennis school, tennis camp. He had been to like every single, you know, bowling classes. Uh, every, he, the, the week before, he had been to a fly fishing school. Okay, where he learned how to fly fish. So he, he tried everything. And this was what he described as his last chance in his pursuit of excellence in sports. <laughs> so when this guy, we, we're reading these deals, and this guy shows up at Piners, and we're thinking, oh, my God, this guy is going to be, I can't wait to meet this guy. This guy's got to be a beauty. And he shows up. And we have we had a you know back then we had a little cocktail party the the mm-hmm. night the school started you know you did the same things and and, and with your schools and and you know, we meet everybody and then we tell them what we're going to do for the week and you know it was a five day school and we said okay we'll see you on the practice tee at uh, you know eight o'clock and and this we told them this and my man Bob Geltzer he goes I he said I was planning on getting a lot of good sleeping while I was here. He said, eight o'clock. He said, he, he said, he said, I want to, where's on my nap time in here? I'm on vacation. And anyway, we knew this guy was going to be something else. So he gets up the first thing. We, we, we can't wait to see how this guy swings. I mean, he, he couldn't even, he, he couldn't even hit the ball. He wasn't, you know, you could tell by his last chance in his pursuit of excellence in sports that you weren't dealing with somebody that probably had the greatest athletic ability. Mm-hmm. So the first day we we film everybody, you know, at golf school. We're going to film them, see what their swing looks like. Then we'll see what their swing looks like at the end, you know, a little before and after on the videotape deal. So he's filming. We're filming this guy, and, you know, he's hitting the ball. And every time he hits, he tells us where it went, you know. He'd swing. He'd hit it. He'd go, went right. Hit another one, you know, went left. Hit another one, you know, went right. 
he gets to like the fourth ball and he hits this this shot and he swung out at the ball so far that he nicked it right off the heel of the club. Okay. And the ball came dribbling back like in slow motion. Okay. In slow motion. And you know, this is back in the days. This is 1982. Okay. We didn't have like golf shoes like they have today. You had the old foot joys, you know? With metal the, spikes. Yeah, metal spikes and just the hard leather soles, okay? And this ball came dribbling sideways backwards. Like, I don't even know how you could hit a shot like this. It's dri- off the heel, just barely ticked it. It's dribbling sideways backwards, and it hits him in the left heel. So he swings. I'll never forget this. He swings. He looks up. He looks up for the ball. Of course, there's nothing there. It doesn't go anywhere. He's looking up for the ball. But the first thing he does is every time he would swing, his glasses, I I remember this vividly, his glasses would slide down. So the first thing he would do is he'd push his glasses up and they'd look for the ball. And he'd look for the ball, but he didn't see the ball because there's no ball out there. Then the ball dribbles across the, the teeing ground and it's going slow motion. And it hits him in the heel. And when it hits him in the leather shoe of his heel, it makes a big clicking sound, you know, like you're mm-hmm. hitting you know, hard leather. Okay. And it, then right then he looks down and sees the ball that's hit him in the heel. And then he looks up again to see the ball. <laughs> but to, And then he realizes, no, the ball that he just hit is hit him in the shoe. And his comment was, went nowhere. Went nowhere. Went, <laughs> went nowhere. We watched this video, okay? Mike LeBove and I, Mike LeBove and I taught together at Piners. We watched this video hundreds and hundreds of times. We watched the video and we laughed so hard. We watched that video in slow motion. This ball coming across the tee and clicking him in the heel and then him looking up, adjusting his glasses, looking back down, looking up again, and then he goes, went nowhere. I watched this video. It, I, it, you don't want to laugh at a student, but this guy was great. And it was, it was absolutely. Like of all the students I've ever had, and I mean, I've taught so many golf lessons. I've taught so many great players but one of the lessons, probably the lesson that stands out the most ever, was Bob Geltzer went nowhere. That was it. <laughs> went nowhere. Went nowhere. That's where it went. So I'm going to end with that story today. So anyway, uh, I'm a better teacher than I was when I helped uh, went nowhere Bob Geltzer. Uh, and uh, you know what? I know we can help you get better. So if you happen to wander over to Paradise Valley, Arizona, and my friend Rick Silverman and I are now uh, teaching together here. Uh, We've gone full circle, started our careers together, and we're ending them together as well. So go to HaneyUniversity.com and check it out. You can find all the information there. Rick, thanks for being with me. Thank you, Hank. It was good. uh, Good job. Always uh, fun to chat with you. Make sure you hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app 
or wherever you get your podcast so you can get the Hank Haney podcast every day. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.